Because there's not enough podcasts in the world. I'm doing a podcast. Loz and Tomo present. This could be a podcast. Your podcast sucks. The Loz and Tomo podcast. Great to have the podcasters back on board. It's a fresh pod this week, Loz. We've sort of had a couple of weeks off, mate. You've been off on holidays and then we jumped on board the wireless and they just cut something together. So a fresh new pod. Yeah, I think our best ever result was just playing our best ofs, Mm. which I think is kind of... It's sad, isn't it? Like, yeah, not really. Like, just a normal show is never going to break through. But if you accumulate all the best bits from the normal shows, then that's only the show that's good enough. You know what I mean? Like, mm. nah, I'm bumming everyone out. Yeah, you are actually. Geez, <laughs> you've been flat about this show. Concerning if the best <laughs> no. of did badly, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty. You out, How good is a best of though? You know, remember when you were a kid and Hamish and Andy would go on holidays and it would just be the best of Hamish and Andy? Oh, yeah. And you're like, you should just play the best yeah, ofs all the bliss. time. This is bliss. And then you realise you can't have a best of unless you do the weekly show. <laughs> there we go, Loss. There we go. I just figured it out. Hello to you, Tommy. Hello, uh, Tommy. I'm very nervous about this opener, but well, let's see how we go. What happened, Mark? You 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 got a video sent to you. I got a video sent to me. Uh, no idea what this is. Yeah, a video sent to me this morning of... Uh, Young yeah. Tommy's behaviour on Wednesday night at Live Golf. The function, okay, the yeah. opening, you went along, Loz? Yeah, I saw him. He was all right. There was, was about good. 700 people there. Yeah. Mm. Well, oh. <clears throat> oh. I'm hearing there was some uh, potential dancing. Oh. <laughs> and, some, and some moves that were quite horrendous. Oh, no. Oh. I'm, also hearing, like me. I'm also hearing that uh, a little... Spillage of champagne <laughs> on a co-worker. <laughs> mm. That was quite apparent. That may have happened, yeah. And I also heard, oh. was it great, that he asked for a selfie with Greg Norman. Yeah, that's oh, that the is one. true. Yeah? yeah. That's that the one true. thing that I can't forgive because... <laughs> You're in the industry right now, mate. You can't go dry humping everyone's leg. Yeah. Of course you can. <laughs> this is what you did to Tom Rockliffe when of he was down the can. bottom in the lift. I'm shameless. And no. you went, I know you are. <laughs> you I said, a selfie with you. Tom Rockliffe? Yeah. No, no, I did not. He tried to dry hump his leg. Oh, this is just, he's making that up. <laughs> in the elevator, he went down here at Triple M. He goes, Tom Rockliffe, the even... pig. And he went down there and it was unsavoury, the behaviour that was happening. I'm confused just, and upset. That's made up. But the Greg Norman thing happened. What I will say, Tommy, is that you look like you're having a great time. I did hate the Greg Norman selfie. Oh, I just yeah. sort of control yourself. You're part of the bloody media. You're part yeah. of the press. Good. Have a bit of professionalism. Yeah. But, Tommy, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stains, all right? What do you mean? Because do I need to bring up your behaviour at every single work function we've ever been to? I think it's quite embarrassing the way you hold yourself at these work functions. <laughs> Mate, Damn. we, don't, we right. don't call you two-eyed Thomas for a reason. What do you mean? <laughs> I've been mortgage eyes. One's fixed, one's variable. <laughs> you have six shandies, mm-hmm. and you need to go to the optometrist. Yeah, I, few and far between. Everyone's like, "Oh, why don't you go to work events?" Because when I go, mm. I go for the whole year. And you call me the next day every time. Oh, yeah. I see Tomo's number yeah. come up on the phone, and I just have to quell his anxiety. Yep. Otherwise, he gets very worried. It's totally can... true. Yeah. Well, last week, last <laughs> Thursday night, we went over to the Crows versus Carlton, and that was mm. a real work event. Yeah. Wasn't that a bloody top up? And I didn't have to call Loves the next day because we were on air together. Yep. We had an, a live on air show where I had to calm him down and talk him <laughs> off the ledge the whole show. So wait, wait, what, what did I what did I say? What did I say? Triple M breakfast with Loz and Tomo. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it, Loz. Hey. Loz and Tomo. I hate that podcast. So we come from the great apes. Um, 
evolution. It's a, a miraculous thing. If miraculous. You go, if you go back all the to, you know, we crawled out of the bloody ocean and then yep. we turned into this and then we turned into that mm. and then somehow we've ended up as semi-civilized creatures, yeah. you know, with etiquette and politeness and and we control our urges as best we can. Speak for yourself. Well, this is the thing. So pretty much everything is under control when you're sober. When you're not sober, that's a different story. Mm. But when you're when you're sober and you're walking around. You, even if you need to burp or fart or whatever, you can no. go into the other room and you kind of it, you try and make it as private as possible. Mm. But there's one primal thing that I don't think we can stop, and I don't think we ever will stop, and you can't control it when it's happening. What's that? You know when you stretch, stretch, yeah, and you go like you do one of them big stretches, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a really good stretch, and then you have to, and I mean have to, mm. just as it's finishing, go. Ah! Oh yeah. Do you know the sound oh, I'm talking I know the about? One. I know the one. The stretch so if I'm screen, stretching now, yeah. it's up and it's right at the end and then it's... Ah! Yeah. 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 <laughs> Probably not that loud. Well, that's your it? natural noise, is it? <laughs> but I don't think it's possible to do that stretch and not even if it's just quiet, even if it's just uh, like a tiny one. Mm. You have to make that noise. Would you do but, that in public? Uh, I, I purposely don't stretch in public because I know I can't control myself. Can't. <laughs> Stretch in public. You don't stretch. So you do everything else in public but stretch. No, but if I have to stretch, I won't do it. I won't be standing there in a group of people and do it. Because I know that at the end of the stretch, I have to go like that. There's no choice. That's interesting, isn't it? So are are you a sneezer or are you a hide your sneeze? I try and squish the sneeze down. So what do you mean? <laughs> like I try and like squash it. Yeah. But I have to sneeze, but I kind of compress that noise. You compress it down. See, yeah. I reckon that I reckon the compressed sneeze mm. actually brings more attention to yourself <laughs> than just doing a full-blown sneeze. Yeah. So I reckon your full-blown sneeze, everyone understands it. No, I think you're wrong. What, you reckon just the compressed sneeze that you... And if you do co- two compressed sneezes in a row, there's something wrong with you. You can do two normal sneezes, but two tss, tss, <laughs> not on. It's so dangerous. If you do they? the double tss, not on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, so when I was a kid, my dad would do the big dad sneeze and it would make all the kids cry because yep. it was so scary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just seeing him in this raw state of rage. <laughs> And then afterwards, he's out, he'd have a bit of spit on his mouth. Oh, and, yuck. My brother does this noise every time he sneezes. He goes, a douche-noi, a douche-noi. A douche-noi. He says, a douche-noi. And he's done it for 25 years. Wow. He'll never stop doing it. But that's another thing that's, like, out of his control. But, yeah, that uh, yeah. noise at the end of a stretch, that's the great apes coming through. <laughs> Triple M's Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Lozzie, listening to Triple M Breakfast throughout the week. Number one once again. Yes, that's yeah, good. very nice. Yep. I'm very, I'm, not, I'm uncomfortable with it. Ah. I don't know what to say. It's humming nicely. Absolutely airborne. The M's, don't worry about that. And will be for the rest of the year, Tommy. What do you think? Absolutely. Airborne. Yeah, I like that. Yep. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> like a virus. <laughs> um, anyway, I heard you guys. You catch triple M. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch it. I got diagnosed with Triple M two years ago. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh. Rock sport and comedy, <laughs> Timmy Vane. The symptoms are rocking out. Is that even our tagline it's anymore? Not anymore. <laughs> well, it's uh, number one. We yeah. sit behind and. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was listening Good to throughout the week. You were talking about uh, trailer, trailer disasters. So there was yeah. one down at Largs North or Largs Pier <laughs> yeah, or something. So embarrassing. Some bloke was uh, ready to take off with the trailer with the boat on the back of it, and what yeah. happened? It got caught at the roundabout or something. Yeah, it got stuck on the bitumen. Oh. 
just blocked off the whole road. Because it's a double whammy, that. Because not only are you stopping traffic, which is an embarrassing thing when, you, so when you're embarrassing. Out, but it's it's a combination of he obviously didn't know how to load up his trailer properly mm. and drive it properly, which is emasculating. Yep. So he's blocking traffic. He's not even a real no, man. No. Like the whole thing. I'm, I'm not saying that. I just know that's how no, he's no, no. feeling on the inside. No, you were saying that off air. <laughs> and he didn't catch a fish, which, <laughs> mate, what have you done? You know what I mean? Taking your young kid out for school holidays, <laughs> leave him home, let him play Xbox. Came over with one undersized squid. <laughs> that's it. Got done by the fisheries. <laughs> Day from hell, old Wayne. Fishery fine too. Exactly. <laughs> this whole day to take his kid out has cost him twelve hundred. <laughs> anyway, so I want to talk trailer disasters with you, like you guys did, and it was a fantastic uh, phone that you went to the table with. But my old man Loz has yeah. he's had some troubles with the trailer oh, over the not years. Dave-o. Yeah, he's had some, so he's jackknifed it before, <laughs> and it's and the trailer is bloody difficult. Like I don't care what anyone says. Like everyone's got some sort of story where yeah. it just hasn't worked out perfectly. Everyone but Mark Rashudo. Oh, it's real good. Oh, he knows exactly. Oh, how they, oh yeah. 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 No. My, when when my dad was driving with a trailer, we'd all know to be very quiet. Yeah. I mean, mum would ask a question and we'd get the divorce papers ready, yep. like, you know. It's just that, like the little things that happen when you... So I was even with my brother the other day. He was driving around. Someone's car was in the way, so he couldn't do a full uh, U-turn sort mm. of thing. So we had to wait for someone to move a car and it's just, it's not right. It's you get the sweats on. Awful. And I heard you guys talking about it. At the caravan park is bliss. Mm. Like you go there and you rock up and you you pay your 200 bucks to go on the cabin mm. and then you've got free range to laugh at everyone yeah. <laughs> that's Watch driven from Adelaide to Port Hughes yeah. to try and back in Suffer. a caravan. Bliss. Anyway, this one day the old man was um, driving along through the Adelaide Hills and goes over a train track, okay, so that drops down yeah. straight away and <laughs> it's just unlatched. It oh, unlatched. no. Yeah, and he had no idea about this whatsoever. Oh, so no. it's about it's a 50K zone, so it's not going too quickly. <laughs> right. Main Street of Little Hampton. <laughs> okay. And this, it looks like a vehicle's coming up next to him that's trying to overtake him. <laughs> and Davo's turned right and started to wind down the window. You're a dick. It was his trailer right <laughs> next to him. Stone trailer has overtaken him and luckily has slown right down. And, oh, it's just a nightmarish feeling. And you're flat, your confidence is down. People are there going, what the, what's, what's going on with this trailer over there? You're not a real man. I think that trailers... <laughs> Take that, Davo. I think that it's very on brand that a trailer would illegally overtake because they're dickheads, aren't they? <laughs> if a trailer's a person, yeah. it's the one who doesn't shout anyone a beer at yeah, the bar that okay. takes a shout off everyone else. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. Yeah. Not good. Nah. The trailer had pee plates too. Loz and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Nine. The Loz and Tomo Podcast. Loz had a bit of a family catch-up the other week. Just, uh, it was mm-hmm. good. It's and I'm, everyone knows this, but everyone's so busy at the moment and have been for bloody years. It's just mm. so good when you can get everyone together in the same place. So I had a few yep. uncles and my brothers and it was, it was great fun. And one of my uncles, um, he, he knew that we were all having a bit of a sip, uh, mm-hmm. a bit of a go throughout the, the afternoon and uh, the Barbie's on and he pulls out homemade strawberry wine. Oh. 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 <laughs> 
How did it go down? Mate. Did it touch the sides? No, 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 no. It definitely touched the sides because <laughs> okay. it's, it's sort of one of those ones. And I don't know if anyone's ever had some decent homemade alcohol because mm. I certainly haven't. But I had a sip <laughs> of that, mate, and it was like pure diesel yeah. responsibly. Obviously, I had a sip and I couldn't have any more. Yeah. It just gets the better of you, that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, because it's not legally sort of made <laughs> no, with, there's with no government restrictions on it. No, there's know. no restrictions whatsoever. No, I it's think like, that's why they don't like you to do it. Mate, like this really and, – and there's been all these stories in our family before of grandparents making it and mm. it's, you know, it costs you bloody 28 cents a schooner or whatever and you have three of them and you blotto. Uh, we had uh, my dad was a part of the Paracombe Houghton Home Brewers Society. The what? Sorry? It was Paracombe Houghton and Upper Hermitage uh, Home Brewers Society. Actually, Jeez, imagine trying to spit that out after half a school with the homies. <laughs> well, they couldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, reading out the minutes was very difficult. <laughs> no, there was I think six of them, and um, it was just a bunch of blokes really who got together and drank their homebrew beer. Our next-door neighbour growing up, he brewed at home and we actually have a legitimate winemaker on the street as well, Paracone Premium Wines. Mm. But um, So that was a different story. So we had plenty of that, but that was all legally sort of, you knew what a standard drink was with that. Yeah, okay. The homebrewers was very much a, we've cooked something up, Let's see how we go. Are you game? Yeah. And Dad would make these sort of, he would call them sweet, he would call them his take on a vodka cruiser and it would be like a passion fruit beer that he'd made and Ugh. he'd give me one of them to take to a party because like, oh, as long as I know what she's drinking, it's all right. Meanwhile, it's oh. got seven standard drinks in it because <laughs> he doesn't know like how much alcohol is in it. So I'm the blotto teenager at the party. I only had one yeah. vodka cruiser. <laughs> exactly. He could, he could fork out for a six-pack no, of UDLs. No. no, I know what's in this. <laughs> no. no, you don't, Dad. No, you don't at all. No, I'm going to be hospitalised. <laughs> But the funniest one was, so the Home Brewing Society, the Paracombe Houghton Upper Hermitage Home Brewing Society gathered at my parents' house and during the winter times it would get very cold in the, uh, in the shed out the back. So Dad had a genius idea where he got these infrared lights that you plug in and they're, what they do is they make the room red but they warm the skin. They use them in piggeries so oh, yes. they warm one. up the, the baby pigs and stuff because right. it, it touches the skin and it warms. But the only way that you get the heat is by having naked skin. So uh, I had to go out and take them some snacks one evening and Mum said just be wary, they're using the piggery lights and I didn't know what, quite what that meant. Oh, and then God. when I got there, there were seven or eight 50-year-old blokes in their jocks sitting in the infrared lights drinking incredibly alcoholic beverages, what? singing like, oh, Johnny boy. Oh, my God. I just put the snacks down and ran. <laughs> yeah. I'm clearly not healed from that no, either. God. That's... <laughs> The red light, Tomo. <laughs> Scary. $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Bloz and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Bloz and Tomo. I hate that podcast. So I was having a chat to, I was lucky enough to meet our producer's brother. Okay, mm-hmm. so our producer, Jared, who works on The Breakfast Show, it's always nice to meet people who you work with, siblings, because they give you a little bit of goss, a little bit of insight. Oh, there we go. And we're such bastards in radio. We're always trying to find out crap on each other mm. so we can use it against each other on air. It's, it's kind of sick and twisted, isn't it? But literally the first thing I said to him was like, all right, give me the dirt. What do you got? What do you got on Jazzy? What do you got? But he mentioned that the reason why Jared works in radio mm. was because of him. So he actually used to work at Nova, okay, and he was working there doing his thing and they needed somebody 
to wear the Nova Boy suit. You know the Nova Boy suits, like yeah. the red thing and they got, he's got the big hat? But they needed somebody petite, okay, because the suit was quite small. Oh. And Jared. Well, he fits that perfectly, old Jess. Well, yeah, he's, he, I don't know how tall he is, but he's, he's under six foot. He's a, he's a smaller, he's a short king, as they would say. He'd be 170. <laughs> 170, yeah, About he's a that. couple centimetres shorter than me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he was small enough to fit in the suit, okay? So he goes in the suit, puts on the hat, and now he produces the number one breakfast show in Adelaide. Yeah, that's crazy. Which I just think it? is hilarious. Like, yeah. don't you think it's so weird, the little steps in life and moments in your life that feel like they're of absolutely no consequence mm. and they're the beginning of your destiny? Especially in radio. Oh, it's, yeah. It's a strange... And you hear stories of so many people about yeah. that. Like, even... Cozzy, who used to work over at SAFM, called mm. up because he wanted to be a part of a radio competition one day and they invited him in yep. to come from the country. Yeah. Incredible and story. And that led to and all then this stuff. And we would have done 15, 20 years in media. So one little opportunity taken can yeah. domino effect. It can. I mean, you were a prize big. Yep. I used to ring up the rush hour all the time. When you called up, and it, I think it's still now when you call your mobile comes up on, on the screen. Prize big. Tomo from uh, Meadows. Mark from Meadows. Mark I was from lost. Meadows. Prize pick. Don't answer. Don't answer. <laughs> Is it a don't answer? Do on not it? answer. Yeah, right. no, but this is the thing, like, because people ask, "Oh, how do you get into radio and how do you do all this stuff?" Mm. It's a thousand little moments that you can't. If you trace it back, it's yep. like you met the right person at a coffee shop and they gave you the email address to someone. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you can't really. Uh, I don't know. No, nah, the transition is yeah. very, very strong. And you were the the same as well. Yeah. Like, well, you didn't, you didn't, you fell into radio, really, didn't fell you? Fell from a big, tall building. Yeah, the ABC building. Mm. I should still be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a totally random thing. The same I, thing. I went to the. Do you know what it was? I went to the wrong class at uni. Yeah, that's crazy. I isn't went it? to the wrong class, and I did three weeks mm. in a program I wasn't enrolled in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a radio subject because I was at media and I realised like halfway through that I wasn't meant to be there yeah. and I just kept going because I liked it and I didn't even get a grade yeah, because unreal. I wasn't in the system. When my teacher went to mark everything, she's like, I can't find you that's on here. That's so funny. Like, that's because I'm not enrolled. <laughs> I was just a person in the class. Have you heard Tommy's story? Tommy, you happy to share what happened to you? It was probably about 18 months ago. Was this my venturing into a... Well, I had a quick chat with someone in the industry, a big name in the industry. Yes. Because you do. You seek out mentors, you don't do. you? Yeah. Yep. And um, I was told pretty much this person had a bad experience recently and lost the job. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I think you should uh, find another career path. Yeah. So that was my uh, basically, encouragement. Basically told to look elsewhere 18 months ago. And our man produces Dead Set Legends, produces this show, produces The Rush Hour. Yeah, she was right. You should have gone. Somewhere <laughs> yeah, I think. And um, looking back, that was <laughs> no, but, uh, the worst decision I've made. That's and footy as well that he does was. That's a very good oh, point, yeah, yeah. though, because we all at some point will probably get fired, and mm, I'm sure we'll be true. very jaded when we do, mm, because true. it is the highs are high, but the lows are so low, mm. and they're humiliating too because it's in public. So I wouldn't hold that against them. That I would probably feel just as crappy. Yeah, but, yeah you know, true. you, yeah, but you into- can't bring others down with you, Loz. That's bullshit. Yeah, no, but look, no, I wouldn't do that. No, no, but that he shouldn't have been told that from that certain individual. No, you're right. But I still do think that you have to give him a bit of slack because it's very painful to be yeah. fired. Once yeah. I get the arse, I'm bringing you guys down with me. Oh, mate. <laughs> you're going to be walking around the streets. Give up on your dreams, kids. 
It's all a lie. Triple M's Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Loz, mm. question for you. Yeah. Talking bath mats right now. Yes. And I'll, I'll be brutally honest, I'll rip this off another radio station. Oh, great. Um, Lesser listen to station, of course. What's that, <laughs> yeah. sorry? Lesser listen to station. Oh, clearly. Yeah. Market research, Loz. Isn't that just the shittiest behaviour of all time? What's that? The number one station stealing from other stations? Yeah. That's awful. And you can't do that. Station's hardly heard of. <laughs> It's hardly heard of, and I'm just ripping the guts out of their no. content. Talking bath mats right now, Loss. Okay? Oh, so, well, I can see why they're not listened to. <laughs> <laughs> they, actually had a, they actually had a decent phoner. Yeah. And I found it, it was relatable, and I'm like, I'm all in. It's a lean-in <laughs> radio topic. You should have sent a text. Actually, not bad, guys. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Leave him with something. God <laughs> sake. No, 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 no. I rang him up. I did. <laughs> Won a prize. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so they were talking bath mats and they're just like, right, so after you, you shower, you yeah. hop out on the bath mat straight up. So you're in, you're drying yourself, happy yeah. days. And one of the blokes on the, the, one of the co-hosts was like, I leave it on the ground 24 Seven. Yeah. So he yeah. vacuums around it. He mops oh. around it. It stays there on the ground at all times. So he doesn't pick it up and hang it over. So for me, I'm a hanger of the bath mat. Yeah. But this seemed to be split right down the, the middle of this radio topic. So I've lived in houses where it was 100% you have to hang it up every time. And I think the configuration of the shower was very much like it was it was a non-bath shower. So I've got a shower at the moment. So I've got a bath as you stand in oh, the so bath. So it's a bath shower. Yeah. Jeez, right. I hate those. Uh, yeah. Oh, They're I'm so off. bad. Um, but this other one was like you get straight out and it was just mo- like moisture straight onto the bath mat and it got really wet. Soaked. Soaked. So you had to hang it up because then it was just a sopping wet one. Yeah. The way our bathroom's kind of set up is you dry off a bit before you get onto the bath mat. And you, it's a hang very... On, hang on, explain that. Well, we've got ta- – so you're in the bath, right? Right. And then so – and then there's a towel hanging right next to you. Oh, so you and grab- you grab the towel first. Mm. Oh, so you're washing yourself while you're standing up in the bath shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. then you dry off and then as you step out of there, you're already kind of dry. Mm. So you're not getting a lot of water onto the towel. On so the there's ground. a little bit of moisture that's yeah. hitting the bath mat and you leave it there. Well, you can hang it up. Depends. It depends on how wet it is. Also, and, and this is a... They didn't talk about this on the other station. I tell you what, the old bath shower is because you don't have much sort of uh, area to hang it, do you? No, no. Because if you've got the normal shower, you can go over the top. Yeah, I hate that, by the way. What's that? I hate it when it hangs over the shower. No, that's what I do. I know. I hang the mat over the shower. Where do you hang it? No, because I don't like anywhere where the wet fabric can brush against me. What about? I know we're going off on a tangent, and they certainly didn't do this over at uh, Magic FM. What about the shower curtain? (laughs) Oh, I knew it. (laughs) I think that in my life. There are a couple of sensations oh. that I that actually make me want to cry. One of them is when the um, when you when you're eating a, a paddle pop. Oh, and the, and, the, and you get to the and wood the wooden and you touch the wood with your teeth. The wooden <laughs> stick. Yep. yep. And then the other one <laughs> is when you're in the shower. And the shower curtain sticks to you and oh. it's all wet and, and you comes, can't get it off. And it happens in motel rooms <laughs> heaps. Like you, you're staying at the $59 overnighter yeah, and yeah. the gust of... a little of, insight into your weekend. That's there. right, yeah. Charlie's very lucky lady. <laughs> <laughs> and the gust of wind comes and the, the yeah. shower curtain and it's always like white, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's always white. And it comes in and it just... Sticks, sticks on your ass. Yeah, it's awful. Loz and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the Venus schnitzel. <laughs> nice. The Loz and Tomo podcast. So there's this thing coming out now that if you want to get Botox, 
I think it's from June 2nd or something, you could potentially have to go through a psychiatric evaluation beforehand. Yeah. Before you get approved. Now, with these, I was looking into it. So, with these, um, with Botox and filler, before you get it, you have to get a doctor to sign off on the fact that you're not allergic to it and okay. that you're allowed to take it. So, you can go get. So, you get need it to done. go to the doctor anyway. Well, they have, they, these places have doctors that work with them and they do Zoom calls and stuff with new pl- patients. Yeah. So, I don't know whether it would just be something like that. Mm. Like, you'd have to link up with a psych and just go, are you feeling mentally well? Like, yeah. do you have body dysmorphia? Do you have body image issues and all this stuff? Like, are you getting it done because of... Yeah. yeah go, it's yeah. just bullshit yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. It's absolute bullshit. What do you because, mean? Because if people want to get that done, just let them get it done. You're going to clog up the health system and overrun over, um, you know, a, a health system that it's hard to get a mental health appointment even if you like got severe mental health issues at this point you're gonna clog it up because hillary wants to get botox in her forehead at 50 oh better check she's not mentally unwell no just let her do what she wants it's her face it's her decision stop trying to take people's agency away from them if they want to pump their face full of stuff that's up to them in the same way that blokes in the gym don't get asked oh are you mentally well when they're doing bodybuilding Mm. you know like that that's but i guess you're doing that you're doing that naturally as well aren't you you're not doing well without you, without okay, steroids. Sure. Without yeah. well, okay. So if you're going down that path, but yes, I totally agree. And I'm not. Comparing... But I mean, if you're doing it, if you're working out seven times a day and you're doing it all naturally and you're eating the right foods, yeah, you're doing that naturally. There's that's not a mental health condition. You don't think that people who are obsessed with their body and and diet. Completely obsessed. Obsessive with something is a lot different to keeping fit to a... I'm not saying that keeping fit is is an obsession or mental health issue. I'm just saying that people are allowed to do whatever they want with their own bodies Mm. and this is a legal service that isn't an illegal thing. Mm. Why shouldn't women be able to, or men or whoever want to do it, be allowed to do that if yeah, that makes them feel better? No, I understand that. It's an interesting conversation, and but it's it's just one of those things because it's done. It's not – well, I guess it's not 100% you're locked in for life with doing it, are you? But is it, is it one of those things that you feel bad for a month, I'm going to go jab my forehead and then I'm going to regret that down the track? But everyone has these things that they do to make themselves feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want people to get to the, the root cause of everything that's bothering them, mm. then that's one thing, you know. But then we'd have to take away bloody alcohol, yep. food mm. in excess. We'd have to take away binge-watching TV shows. These are all masks. These are all things that we do to, no, I totally to agree get with, by. No, nah, clogging up the health system, I, I totally agree with that. And it will because we're, we're chock-a-block as yeah. it is. And oh, do you know how many women are getting it done? Do you know how many oh, appointments would be? It would be, it, yeah. It's it, just an obscene. Substantial. So yeah. to me, it's it's. I just think the whole thing's crazy. And I want to talk to you about the actual, like the lip filler thing seems to be the, it's been in for the last couple of years. Mm. I've never understood it, like ever men, whatsoever. So this is, and I'll put my hand right up. I'm, I'd love Tommy's opinion on this too. If if women are doing it for men or if women are no. doing it for themselves, yeah. if they think it, I, I don't, I, it has no attraction whatsoever for me. But you, there are, I'll just give you an example. I was sitting at a table where I was out to dinner with a bunch of people recently and a couple of husbands and wives were there and the husbands were going on and on about how much they hated Botox and filler and how they just don't find it attractive and they don't think it's nice. And I know for a fact that the wives have had it done that are sitting there next to them. They They have no idea that their own wives have had it done. And they're sitting there going, it's disgusting, I don't get why they do it. And it's like, well, then you don't really know what it is Mm. because if if you... but would they, would they have noticed if they didn't get it done anyway? 
the, what I'm saying is that there's this judgment that it, it all looks like you all I, end up looking like the cat lady or whatever. You're correct. You, I think Men's, there's a there's yeah. a there's a you're 100%. There's a stereotype that you're getting Botox, you're going to have no uh, wrinkles on your forehead with massive tits. Yeah. <laughs> There, there is a total stereotype because people notice when, it, when it's bad. It's like fake tan. Oh, I hate fake tan because you're thinking of the orange person yeah. that you saw. The Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Yep. You don't notice it when it's subtle. You don't, you know, men are like, oh, I prefer women without makeup. You, you might actually not really know what women without makeup look I t- like. I tell you what, when you do notice it is when the, the old botch job comes along and it yes. looks like you've had 14 rounds with Muhammad Ali. Yes. And those lips are real swollen yes. to buggery. Do you find it attractive at all, Tommy? Well, I guess like you said, Loz, if you don't know. Exactly what I'm saying. You don't find it attractive when it's done badly. Who would? Mm. It looks bad. When it's done well, when it's subtle, so it's, they it's, have no idea. So it's one of those things where you've got to spend this money for people not to notice. It makes people look, <laughs> this is the thing, it's not just about, and, and I'm fully, I'm fully not saying, I, I honestly believe that people should age gracefully if that makes them feel good. And yeah. I don't like that we live in a society where ageing is a bad thing. Mm. I really don't. But sometimes when you live in a society where people are so obsessed with how they look and obsessed with how you look and there's this whole pressure, it makes them feel a bit better if they just get rid of their crow's feet or if they whatever. And that makes them more confident. It makes them more comfortable in mm. their own skin. And I think in those situations is actually a positive thing that happens to them. And other people don't really notice it, but that's not the point. It's like wearing a pair of lucky jocks or sexy underpants or whatever. Mm. It's like no one knows, mm. but you just feel good and confident. It's just, it's about the individual and what's going on in their head, really. I mean, this whole argument that men don't find it attractive is kind of the idea that every single thing that a woman does in her life yeah, yeah, yeah. is to get a dude to look at her. Yeah. It's so much more complicated than that. Most of the things that women do in those terms of how how they dress and whatever, it's so that they feel good enough to leave the house and get through the day. I know we're getting late here, uh, late with this here as well, but isn't it ironic as well that if you... You're doing this for yourself as individuals mm. when you might have mental health issues yeah. where you're going to get ticked off for that and you're trying to fill a gap with, with doing those individual things. Do you know what I mean? Like I do, it's- but this is the, these are the issues that we, we face all the time is that people have got stuff going on in them that they're not dealing with and dealing with it is really hard because you've got to find the right psych, you've got to do all this stuff, you've got to face your bloody childhood demons and mm. all this crap. And some people don't have the energy or resources to do that. So they do other things. Yeah. They get lip filler or mm. whatever. And maybe it's not going to fix them. No. But, but they're just, that's their choice that they do that, you know, and to take that away from them or make them go through a, a long-winded psychiatric thing and clog up the health system. I just think that's bull twang. It's a good chat. $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Loz and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Loz stumbled across something on the socials. Yeah. Um, this week, and uh, it's not a page that I follow, but these things are popping up in the algorithm, and I'm about to have a real good hard chat with Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's just come up with other terms for um, masturbating. <laughs> oh, no. And in the comments is just, this is astounding. Okay. With some of the... Um, so what else do you call it? Yeah. Spanking what, the monkey or something. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that was one of them. Yeah. And I've... I've gone through them, and some of them are, are quite funny. They're flick quite the humorous. Bean. Yeah, flick the bean. Yeah, Yuck. things like that. Yeah, Ugh. rank. So gross. Um, playing the skin flute. <laughs> I've always called it a flesh flute. A flesh flute because of the alliteration of yeah, the double F. Okay. I feel like that's a bit more powerful. I like that. Yeah, so skin... Toot, tooting the flesh flute. Oh, there we go. Yeah. 
uh, lighting the yogurt rocket. <laughs> Don't. You can't be serious. Making the bald man cry. <laughs> Isn't it? Um, Waxing the dolphin, someone's called it, which is quite extraordinary. And this is the one, okay, so this one absolutely made me lose it here, Loz, (laughs) because someone didn't quite get the memo. All the comments with a whole heap of, oh, someone's just said the knuckle shuffle. (laughs) And this is the one, this is the one, Loz, that made me completely lose it. Her name's Marilyn. I've jumped on her profile. I'm a very proud mum and nan in a relationship with Trevor. And she's written Marilyn, who looks closer to 80 than 70, hand job. She's got Get the sh- she's got the short brunette <laughs> bun that she's bringing to the table in a relationship with a tra- hand job. <laughs> Marilyn, you do not belong in that comment section, Marilyn. Proud mum and proud. That's Nan. always the way. You go to the other words for it, and she's like shaking the chimp, and then you go on their profile, Leviticus chapter nine. God watches. Everything we do. Like, no. <laughs> with this comments like, you know, shaking hands with the president and doing all this stuff and Marilyn's come to the table with hand job. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I really like Marilyn. Blows and Tomo. I hate that podcast.